Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired sports commentator Dick Vitale. Tonight's matchup is me versus an ugly fender bender. If I can eat got a win, it would be a miracle, baby. Um, Mr. Vitale? It wouldn't be a miracle because GEICO gives you a team of experts to help manage your claim. That's going to be a nail-biter. Nope. The GEICO team is there for you 24-7. Now that's a dipsy dude, the guru of a claims team. GEICO is awesome, baby, with a capital A. GEICO. Great service without all the drama. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for September 19, 2018. The White Sox dropped to 0-7 on the season in Cleveland after a 5-3 loss to the Indians last night. As losses go, it was one of their more professional efforts of the year, especially since they were shorthanded against Corey Kluber. Jose Abreu was hospitalized with an infection stemming from an ingrown hair on his thigh, and Nicky Delmonico was a late scratch with neck pain. Kluber picked up his career-high 19th win, but the Sox made him work for it. Five of their eight hits went for extra bases, a pair of homers, and three doubles. Alas, Carlos Rodon couldn't keep the game close enough while the offense figured out the Indians' ace. The Sox trailed 5-0 through 5 before Daniel Palka and Omar Narvaez came through with solo shots in the 6th inning. And while Ryan Lamar and Yolmer Sanchez strung together doubles for another run in the 7th, the Sox ultimately couldn't close the gap. They had chances, having the tying run at the plate or better in the final 3 frames. The 7th ended with Tim Anderson getting rung up on a fastball off the plate. Lamar couldn't capitalize on two hittable pitches before bouncing out to short to end the 8th with 2 on. And in the ninth, Polka came to the plate with men on first and second and two outs against Andrew Miller, but he tapped out to third to end the game. All in all, the Sox were 1-for-10 with runners in scoring position. Rodon took the loss, and he's still wrestling with control problems. The box score showed just three walks over seven innings, but he also plunked a pair of batters, and the combination of base running traffic and bad counts created problems for him. In the second, Josh Donaldson walked on four pitches with one out and scored one pitch later on Melky Cabrera's double to the left field corner. Rodon then spoiled a lefty-lefty matchup by plunking Yonder Alonso, and Jan Gomes smashed a 2-0 pitch through the left side for a 2-0 lead. The fifth inning started with Rodon squandering another matchup. He fell behind 3-0 to Jason Kipnis. 
Rodon laid in one fastball, but when he tried another, Kipnis timed it and smacked it out to right for a 3-0 lead. Francisco Lindor then reached on an infield single and took second when Tim Anderson's valiant attempt ended up in the camera well. Lindor moved to third on a ground out, then watched Jose Ramirez get drilled in the arm. Ramirez got his revenge by stealing second, and both Cleveland stars came home on Yandy Diaz's single to center. That provided all the runs Cleveland needed. Rodon could have tried for eight innings, as he threw just 84 pitches over seven. Cleveland's hitters are more efficient than Rodon was, because Rodon threw just 47 of those 84 pitches for strikes. The Indians only swung and missed five times, and they only had six foul balls. Had Rodon completed eight, he would have thrown the first complete game of the Rick Renteria era. Instead, Renteria went to Nate Jones, who survived some hard contact for a scoreless inning. The White Sox are now 59-91 on the season, and that includes a 3-11 mark against the Indians. They'll get another shot at a first win at Progressive Field tonight, but the pitching matchup is not in their favor. It's Dylan Covey against Carlos Carrasco. Covey has faced the Indians four times, and he's 1-2 with a 6.63 ERA. Carrasco continues to torment the Sox. He's won both matchups this season, throwing seven innings both times and allowing just one unearned run between them. He's allowed just five hits in a walk while striking out 20. It's not good. Some silver lining? It's a good game for Abreu to miss. He's just 8 for 43 with 12 strikeouts against Carrasco in his career, although he has homered twice. The White Sox called him day-to-day, -day, but Renteria said he's going to be out for the series. If you can bear to watch, first pitch is at 6.10 p.m. Central on WGN. Around the league, Ian Snell beat Corey Kluber to 20 wins. He threw five scoreless innings and the Rays' 4-0 victory over the Texas Rangers. With a 20-5 record and a 1.97 ERA, he might have enough to top Chris Sale in Cy Young voting, especially if the Red Sox limit Sale's innings the rest of the way. Speaking of the Red Sox, they can celebrate a division title by taking just one game against the Yankees during their series in the Bronx, but they couldn't get it done on Tuesday as Neil Walker's three-run homer accounted for all the runs in the Yankees' 3-2 victory. The Cubs stretched their lead in the NL Central to three-and-a-half games with a 9-1 victory over Arizona, paired with Milwaukee's 3-1 loss to Cincinnati. The Cardinals won their third straight game by beating the Braves 8-1, St. Louis trails Milwaukee for the first wild-card spot by two games, and holds a one-and-a-half game lead over Colorado for the other wild-card spot. As for the Rockies, their divisional hopes suffered a blow in Los Angeles. Chris Taylor's 10th inning walk-off homer pushed the Dodgers over the Rockies 3-2, so the Rockies trail both the Cardinals and the Dodgers for a playoff spot by one and a half games. At least Tuesday could have been worse for Colorado. The Rockies feared that shortstop Trevor Story tore his UCL on Monday on an awkward dive, but it turns out that it's only inflammation. Whether he can get back to the lineup and produce the way he had been will be the big question from here. That'll do it for this edition of the White Sox Wake Up Call. Join us on SoxMachine.com to talk about the game and about how new defensive metrics diagram the defensive skills of Adam Engel and Daniel Pauka's lack thereof. If you're new to the podcast, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google's new podcast app. And if you're feeling generous, you can support everything Sox Machine at Patreon.com slash SoxMachine. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis. Listen, you hear that? That's the sound of nothing. 
And nothing is what you'll pay for medium fries when you buy any Mickey D's new crispy chicken sandwich. It's crispy, juicy, tender, all-white meat chicken with crinkle-cut pickles on a buttery potato bun. Mmm. Buy one, and we'll hook you up with a free medium fries. That's like zero zilch zip. So try any Mickey D's new crispy chicken sandwich and get a medium fries. For nothing. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.